Welcome in to another freshly thawed version of what we believe is Odyssey's favorite podcast, Name That News. I am your host, Mark Menard, alongside my co-host, Zach Clark. And uh, it is still cold most places, but we're here to warm you up with a fresh dose of questions about this week, past week in news. You get a chance to try to answer them. If you do, kudos to you. Pat yourself on the back. There are no cash prizes here, but you do get the dopamine hit of the satisfaction of a job well done. Zach, how are you this week? Mark, I'm doing well. It's kind of like uh, whose line is it anyway, right? The points are made up and nothing matters. That's why we're here. That's right. And and we improvise the entire show, but without the silly games, I guess. And without the actual improvisation because our clips are already set up. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> it's just like whose line is it anyway, except that it's not like it at all, is what we're exactly. saying. But look, I will start us off this week by taking us straight to the Big Apple, to the big time, baby, New York City and WCBS, where you can take a very interesting tour. You can go on all sorts of tours in New York City. You can go on food tours, architectural tours, even ghost tours. Kenny Bulwark will take you on a tour. There are more over here on the stoop. Look at them all. So what can you see a lot of on this tour in New York City, in NYC? Is it A, roaches, B, rats, or C, the mythical sewer alligators? See, this question is confusing to me because, like, do you call it a tour or is it just walking down the street when you see the first two things? Is it a tour? I have to be walked around to see rats and roaches in New York City? I don't. All I have to do is get off the subway. So I, I don't know about the tour there. Are the sewer alligators, I mean, they're real, but, like, are they... I feel like taking somebody close to an alligator, especially one that's been living in, you know, have you ever seen, Teenage Mutant Ninja, have you ever seen the, the turtles, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You get too close, weird things could happen. Giant rat pops out with a big stick. Uh, all downhill from there. Um, I'm going to say rats just because it's like easier to see, I guess. Like roaches are small and they scurry and they're gross. And ugh. Mark, damn it. I hate this question. I hope, I hope I'm uh, none of them. I, I pick nothing, but also B. Well, look, nothing is wrong. But B is correct. You can take a tour in New York City to see rats. And I don't know if these are special rats or if these are abnormally large rats, the rodents of unusual size that maybe we saw in The Princess Bride. I don't know. But you can take a tour and you can see some rats because they basically have everything in New York City. You can see anything you want. Yeah, I'm just going to write that down for the next time I get made fun of by a New Yorker for being from Detroit. Uh, giant ass rat tour. Okay, excellent. Not only can you see anything you want in New York, but there will be somebody willing to charge you for it. And you can see things you don't want to see, apparently, as well. All right, Mark, we're going to the other coast now. We're going west to KCBS in San Francisco. Take a listen. Amidst a surge in traffic fatalities in the U.S., a new bill aims to address speeding drivers in California. For more on this, we're joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by State Senator Scott... Thank you for joining us, Senator. Alrighty, Mark, this question's a little bit different, but still kind of the same. Mark, what is Scott's last name? Is it A, Richard? Is it B, Wiener? Or is it C, Peter? Okay. I see what we're going with here. <laughs> of the three, yes, they are all somewhat synonyms for a particular part of the anatomy. But of the three... The one that I would associate the most with that part of the anatomy, just out of the blue, and therefore the one that is funniest, is definitely Wiener. So I am going to go, no thought given to this, I'm just going to go B, his name is Scott Wiener. 
See, I knew I should have, with the letter C, used dong <laughs> instead of Peter. I knew I made a mistake there, Mark. You are correct. Scott Wiener is a state representative from California. Uh, I don't know what the story was about. I don't care. Uh, but it was about how funny his last name is to me. Look, I remember when Anthony Weiner was in the news, and I don't think there was ever a time I didn't at least have a little chuckle when they said his name. And tell me those stories. When, I mean, like, all-time great irony. Like, your <laughs> name is that, and you do this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In New York City? Oh, my God. The, the stories write themselves, basically. So now we've been to the big time on both coasts. Let's take it to the middle of the country and another big city, the Windy City, WBBM in Chicago. There's an interesting place you can check out. This is a $42 million investment here. 44,000 square foot includes, of course, innovation and product. So what are they studying at this expensive new facility? Is it A, space? Is it B, candy? Or is it C, human behavior? Sometimes this game has poker elements to it because I've got to think on multiple levels because one of them is really obvious, but is that what you want me to pick or is it the one that I have to pick? I'm not sure, right? Because the obvious one to me is candy. The other two you would actually study, right? Like aerospace engineering, science, all that stuff. Uh, human behavior, I mean, that, that's a whole a whole realm of things. Um, but only in America would we spend, what do you say, $40 million to build a facility to study candy? It's got to be candy. It's got to be. Sir, you are on a roll this week. It is candy. It is a facility by Mars, the people who make Mars bars, M&Ms, and they have set up this brand new facility to study different flavor combinations that you can go check out. So wait, it's, it's a facility for the public. It's not like it's not like some secret testing lab. It's both. It's a testing lab and a place where people can come and check out candy, from what I can tell. If it's not, then you know what? You can write uh, uh, an email to no one cares at odyssey.com and we'll rectify this situation in the next. Well, as long as I'm making notes from earlier, I'll make a note that Chicago is getting closer to being the, the second best Midwestern city, but Detroit's the number one. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Mark, we're going to step to the national stage here. This clip comes to us from CBS Radio. can be heard on radio stations that Odyssey owns across the country. Take a listen. Complaints started coming into investigators after a man was seen here on Long Island walking a Raya or a. He walked around the neighborhood and into stores with the animal. Already, Mark, what is a rhea? Is it an ostrich? Is it B, an alligator? Or is it C, a bear? This is interesting. I've never heard this word in conjunction with an animal. Um, same, just to be clear, same. I've heard of Rhea Perlman, who used to be on Cheers, Danny DeVito's wife. That So I know it as a first name. Uh, I do not know it as an animal. And these are three wildly different animals that you have chosen here. What about Caroline Ray, America's sweetheart? Caroline Ray, that's another another one. Yes, absolutely. But neither of them are an ostrich, an alligator, or a bear, so that doesn't help me at all. I feel like if it was a type of a bear or an alligator, certainly I would have heard about it. And I don't know a ton about ostriches. So I am going to say, because I don't know very much about ostriches, I'm going to say it's an ostrich keeping track at home the show is four for four today mark you are correct uh, and so the thing with ostriches they don't fly they're flightless birds like emu but they have really long powerful legs and they can be relatively dangerous maybe not so much as an alligator or a bear but i heard about this story my favorite part about this story is not that he has this pet but he walks it around and then takes it inside stores like could you imagine walking down the aisle at your grocery store and some big ass bird comes walking around the corner i mean what the hell do you put it on a leash i hope so do, do the leash laws apply to ostriches well, I mean, how does that work? Have you ever seen how long an ostrich's neck is? How does that work? 
<laughs> I, I, have, I have no idea. I have no idea. Interesting. So now that brings us to the point of the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. And it is a question just like the other questions, except that we don't answer it immediately. We make you come back. We want you to return and download another episode of Name That News onto your computer, onto your smartphone, beam it into your skull, because we want you to come back. We like having you here, and we want you to come back. So before we get to this week's cliffhanger question of the week, we have to answer the last cliffhanger question of the week. And that one came to us from our good friends at KFTK in St. Louis, where they were discussing an incident in Miami at a mall. If you so, missed this, there's this this, this video from, from Miami, Florida from a few days ago. Every police car in town converges on this little mall area. And then somebody, there's this picture of somebody walking along the front of the mall. You see this aerial view. And it and somebody's claiming it was a 10-foot tall And all the police there were because of the And people were fleeing. So what did people think was roaming around in front of a mall in Miami? Was it A, Bigfoot? B, an alien, or C, one of those giant skeletons from Home Depot that someone hooked up to a remote control. How popular have those skeletons become? I don't know how it is in Louisiana, but they're everywhere here in Michigan during October. Everywhere. They're everywhere here in October, and then you also get the families who, like, put a Santa hat on it for Christmas and keep it up year-round. Yep. And we've got a couple of those in my neighborhood as well. Look, I don't think it's going to be that one. I mean, that'd be one of the coolest remote control toys you could have. I mean, it'd be awesome. Like, where do I buy one? Um, You know... The alien thing, A and B are very similar, even though I guess if you analyze them as species, they're different. But as far as like people see them, believe in them, don't believe in them, don't see them, they're very similar. Um, <sighs> Bigfoot usually is found in the woods. They're in the woods in Miami. But alien? Nobody sees an alien walking around in front of them like that. They always see some faded, blurry, tiny little circle. So I'm going to say it is Bigfoot A. So both of these things, to me, would be absolutely terrifying to come across, even in broad daylight walking in front of a mall. That said, the answer is not Bigfoot. It is, in fact, an alien. They thought an alien was walking in front of the mall in Miami with cops converging on it. And in the video, in the, in the blurry shots that were available... It did look like it was about 10 feet tall. Um, I don't know what it ended up being because, like I said, I've already been traumatized by Bigfoots and aliens, and I don't want to hear any more about the rest of the story. Well, look, first of all, if you want to see weird stuff that looks funny, go to Miami, do some people watching, not going to be an issue. But I, really quickly on Robert Stack there, everybody always talks about unsolved mysteries, but how about his role in Beavis and Butthead Do America? He was the agent, and he was so good. He was so good. He was good. In that I thought you were going to say Airplane, where another movie, he was fantastic. That, too. That, too. He, he was wildly versatile. He was a very, very underrated comedic actor because he was so serious all the time that it made every funny line so much funnier. Absolutely. All right, Marks, we've satiated the, the appetite for last week's cliffhanger. Let's move on to this week's cliffhanger comes to us from our friends in the north, WBN in Buffalo. Take a listen. We've heard of 3D printed tools, 3D printed, you know, model airplanes or, you know, whatever you could dream up of plastic in one of those 3D printers. But what about... All right, Mark, of course, we won't answer this question now, but I will ask it and we can talk about it. So in this story, for what is the 3D printer being used? 
Is it A, for printing animal toys, like for your dog or your cat? Is it B, printing play structures for kids, like, you know, in playgrounds or in your backyard? Or is it C, simply printing food? That is an interesting set of choices. 3D printed food, I feel like, would be a tremendous breakthrough <laughs> for science and, like, solving world hunger. That would be an interesting new development. And then the other two are things that you would play with, obviously, either a play structure for kids or a toy for your for your pet. Any of these things would be interesting new developments in the world of 3D printing. And you know what? I'm going to mull about it for the next week, and I'm excited to see what the answer ends up being. Absolutely. 3D printers are awesome. I can't afford one, but they're fun to watch, and I just can't get enough of it. Mesmerizing. It's like those videos that you put on YouTube of people pressure washing their driveway. Same thing. I will sit there and watch a 3D printer print something with absolute curiosity, waiting to see what it's going to turn out to be. Why you and I are friends. (laughs) And so our friendship remains for another week and hopefully will last for another week. And we'll be back with another one of these next week. But until then, special thanks to Brian Fisher who helps put the show together. Special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar. We're here every single week with another fresh new episode of Name That News.